0: Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. You may have noticed that so far, all of my messages on Together have been about the divine plan and purpose of our Together. We haven't really delved at all into the human side of Together, as important as that is, we haven't spoken about human relationships and the challenges or the blessing of that. And there's a reason why I've done that. It's because that unless we understand that there is a divine component to our together, we may treat it like any other relationship in our world, any other human relationship to be held onto while it's got evident value. So many relationships are about what I get, about what they do for me, about how I feel. And if that feeling stops, or if that value seems to diminish at all, then for so many people, that's the point where they jettison that relationship. That's the point where they discard it and go, well, I don't need that anymore in my life. But what if you and I are not just like this bag here full of Lego, just one piece of Lego, one tiny piece amongst so many, that bag is full of it. But what if it's more than that? What if I'm not meant to just be in the bag with all the other Christians, bunch of Lego and from time to time the Heavenly Father pulls out a beautiful blue eight-notched one and says, I need that one today. And then he puts it back in and says, oh no, I I think I need this, uh, this black one here and that's longer and I need this white one over here for something else. What if instead of that idea of what your life and mine is about, what if there's something more powerful than that at work? What if I'm meant to be here? What if it's not just Jeff could be any piece anywhere around the world, pick me up and put me in Finland? Well, it wouldn't make any difference after all. It's just another location. But what if I'm meant to be in this location? What if I'm meant to not just be here? What if I'm meant to be connected to you? What if I'm not just one of these bits of Lego that can connect with so many different places. You know, you can put this one with the green one here and put it together somehow, but then I could take it off and I could put it on with the grey one. What if that's not what it's about? What if instead i meant to have a look and be like this? Check out some of these pictures. There's all the bits together, just one bit amongst so many. But what if God had something like that in mind and every piece matters. Go to the next one. What if instead of just a random bunch in a bag, every single piece has its unique place to be, every single piece belongs somewhere, then if that's the case, then my together all of a sudden takes on an entirely different meaning. We're gonna talk today about the divine power Of our together. It occurred to me the other day that most of the promises and most of the commands of Jesus were not given to individuals. He never lined up the disciples in cubicles and said, Here's my promise to you. The thing we call the Great Commission go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature was not given to a one. But it was given to a group, to many people. The great commandment. You know, the one where Jesus said, you shall love one another. Love the Lord your God with all your strength and love your neighbour as yourself. That was not given to one. We live in such a different world often to the world of the Bible and we don't recognise it. We live in a world that, that prizes and celebrates individual achievement as though that is the benchmark for life and yet the reality is God measures your life and mine vastly differently. He alone, Jesus, is the Saviour but we all know that He did not remain or work alone. Mark 3 verse 14, then He appointed 12. Watch what it says next. Then He appointed 12, not just to be preachers, not to be representatives, not to be agents. Then He appointed 12 and their first ministry was this. Watch it, that they might be with Him. Imagine that the very first thing that Jesus wanted from the disciples was their company. The first thing He ordained them for and chose them for was not because of their gifts of oratory or their ability to believe or any of those things, but He ordained 12 that they might be with Him. So He picks 12, but then we know from Scripture it got larger than that. Then there was a group of 70 people that travelled with Jesus. In the upper room, there's 120 people there. So the world of Jesus very much is a together world. So let's talk about our together. What our together and wherever you are, those of you in India and Malaysia and other parts of the world and other parts of Australia, there are people in outback Australia in very remote communities and I only found this out the other week that every single week you are a part of Metro Church Online. Well, I want you to know that our together, our our divine together, is not just the people I'm speaking to in the building. But thank God for all of you that are here, because without all of you here, there'd be no online at all. Thank God for you. Just turn to your neighbour and say, the Lord says thank you. The world of Jesus is a together world. Let's go to this first one, our together world brings supernatural presence. Now I know some of you that have been Christians a while, you'll go, I know this, but let's read it anyway. Matthew 18 verse 20, Jesus says, For wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Our together is different to every other together on planet Earth. It's different to every other religious gathering. I've been around much of the world. I've seen all different kinds of shrines and temples, all different kinds of places of worship and places where people gather together and venerate their guru or their leader or, or the person that founded their religion. But let me tell you this, that in not one of them but the Church of Jesus Christ does the founder say, and when you gather, i I'm turning up. All the others will have pictures or icons or something about the person who started them off. But Jesus never said, By the way, uh, you just meet together and I hope it's great. He said, wherever you gather in my name, I'm there. That's different to every other gathering on the planet. That's different to every other gathering of family or loved ones, your closest network of friends or the people that you work with or that you associate with, your favourite book club or your sporting team or whatever else. It's different. You can go to the football or the cricket and uh, all the excitement of the crowd and everyone shouting and enjoying the atmosphere. And I've been in things like that, grand finals where 10,000 people roared so loud you could not hear yourself think. But can I tell you, I've been in home groups in the northern part of Queensland in small places where we were planting churches and where there were literally no more than a handful of people. And there was something unique and better and different and greater in that gathering of just a half a dozen than there was in the 10,000 people roaring in the most high-tech stadium around. Think about it a minute. Our together is different to every other together on the planet. And yet out together and His presence, the supernatural presence, He doesn't turn up as an observer. Acts chapter 3 and verse 19 says, Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Watch this. So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Listen to me. When you turn up, God is in there going, Oh, that's really nice. Come and have a look. He doesn't say to the Archangel Gabriel and to Michael and, and, and all of the other angel beings, oh, isn't this lovely, Let, let's go. And they sit there like spectators in the stand. Every time we gather together, I don't know about you, the thing that amazes me the most about the presence of God, of all of it, apart from His grace in that He turns up whether I deserve it or not. But the thing that amazes me the most is how it never grows old. What about you? I find that astounding. We watched a movie the other day. Our son-in-law was out from Queensland with his our, his wife, our daughter. And I said, you've really got to watch this movie. It is hilarious. It's so funny. No, it's really, it's great. It's amazing. Well, we tracked it down, found a copy of the movie and we started watching it. Now, in my memory, this movie was just, you know, rib tickling, fall on the floor laughing. I found myself saying to him about five minutes in, it does get better. And I said to Rhonda afterwards, I thought it was funnier than that. That was pretty lame really. And you know what I mean? Have you ever read a book that the first time you read it you're going, whoa, and then you read it again a year or two later and go, yeah, whatever, and never got past the first chapter, huh? What about a restaurant? You had a restaurant that you rave about. Go back about a year or so later and go, nah. huh? See, a, a lot of stuff in your life will get stale, but the presence of God always has refreshing coming toward you. There is something. Listen to me. There's something about it. Never come to church and just go, hmm. Well, I'm coming in late because I want to get there for the main thing. Amen. Uh, Forget all the praise and worship and the mingled time and forget all the giving and the church news. I want the Word, brother. Because I'll tell you, you'll get the Word on a hard, stony heart and it won't do anything for you anyway. You'll just fill up your brain so big it'll explode with the Bible. (laughs) What we need is we need the supernatural presence that brings refreshing to our life, isn't that so? Whenever we gather together, Jesus is there. Secondly, our together has supernatural protection. There's presence and there's protection. Watch this verse in Hebrews ten twenty five. It says, "Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as is the manner of some." Already in the book of Hebrews, two thousand years ago almost. People are starting to go, I don't really need church. I'm just going to the beach. I can worship God there on my own. You know, I always used to say, there are no new devils. They're just old ones with new jackets. Think about that a second. There were people going, yeah, we don't need it. But exhorting one another, and watch this, and so much the more, as you see that day, capital D. The day approaching, what day is he talking about? He's talking about the return of Christ. And whilst that's a great day and a day to be uh, enjoying and a day to be expectant, looking forward to, the Bible tells us that leading up to that day, the earth is going to get under more pressure than it's ever been. The Bible tells us in the book of Daniel that in before that day comes, people's hearts will fail them for fear. And heart attacks are still one of the biggest killers of people right across the world. Why hearts failing because of fear. He talks about earthquakes and all kinds of stuff and I don't want to get into all that right now. This is not an end time message, but the Bible clearly says that our world is going to come under more and more pressure and that one of the antidotes, listen to this, one of the antidotes to the pressure is our together. Now, you might go, well, I expect this from a pastor and you're just trying to get us to come. No, listen, you're already here. Why would I pray? I'm not preaching that for the people who can't hear me because they can't hear me. Amen, you got that? I know that. So I'm not trying to lay guilt on you because you're already here. What I want you to understand is that there is something in our together that's supernatural, supernatural presence and supernatural protection. Let me give you just one aspect of it. And I could go, I could go so deep into this that you would be there going, my goodness gracious, he's tickling my tonsils. He's so far down there with the Word. We could talk about 1 Corinthians and delivering. Oh, we won't get into that one. That one would, that would curl you here, or straighten it. Proverbs 24 verse six. For by wise counsel, you'll wage your own war, but in a multitude of counsellors, there's safety. In other words, our together provides a protection in our life. What about this one? The opposite of it. Proverbs 18 verse one. It says the man or the woman who isolates themselves seeks their own desire they rage against all wise judgment. There's safety in our together. Now I know someone's going to say, but Jeff, there are so many opinions. Well, let me give you it in a way that I think might help you. The proud person says no one's going to tell me what to do. Now, I'm, you know, I'm, maybe it's time for true confessions. Occasionally when I like yesterday, I'm with my wife and we're looking for an unfamiliar address and we put on the maps thing and that person's voice. In 300 metres, take the third exit. There's a little bit of part of this Aussie boy that occasionally feels like, no, I'm going to go straight ahead. Now, can I just ask for him? because Rhonda knows this is true. I'm going, who cares what she thinks? Not her. I care what she thinks. <laughs> I'm talking about the map person, all right? Some of you are looking at me now like, oh, you've got trouble. You, you, you need help, brother. We already know that. Is there anybody, I just want to find out, is there anybody like me who occasionally goes, I'm sick of being told what to do by you. I don't even know you. I'm just going to go my own way. Can I just check? Look, look, I can't believe it. There's a few hands up. Come on now. There's someone in the front row looking lovingly up at her husband like, that's you, you know. (laughs) Thank you for putting your hand up. Took you a long while to own up. I had to point you out, but eventually we got there. See, the proud person says this, no one's going to tell me what to do. The insecure person says anyone can tell me what to do. I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you think? And they run around collecting all the opinions as though they're votes. But a godly person says I'm going to look for the right people to speak into my life. Don't be proud. Don't be insecure. It's your choice and your decision ultimately. Take responsibility for it, but do get good input. Here's the last one. Because our together is divine. It's got supernatural presence, supernatural protection. Here's the third one. It's got supernatural power. Now, I don't know about you, this verse I find so incredibly challenging. I really do. I think about it and I go, wow, it's it's so huge in what it says. Matthew 18 verse 19. Jesus said, if any two of you, will agree as touching anything, concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. That's an incredible verse. That verse says, whatever problem you're facing, whatever your need is, part of the answer to it will be found in our together. I think most of us here will understand and appreciate and value the power of prayer from others in our life, that we aren't just on our own. We have a prayer team, I don't know, it's about 35 or 40 people, and they pray every day for the prayer needs that we receive, every day. This year, we've been working on this for a few months, we're launching PrayerNet We've come up so far, just so far, with five different ways that you can exercise Matthew 18, verse 19, whether you are physically here or whether you're in the online space. We want to harness the power of our divine together so that there are no such thing as a person saying, I'm struggling on my own. I'm facing this battle and it's just me. But you will have people that come around you and that you get to agree with. But more than that, it's not just that I get to receive it, I get to be a part of it. I want to read that verse to you again. Please put it back up. For I say to you that if two of you that are incredibly godly and marvelously spiritual and anointed and have been through Bible college and feel the anointing every time you wake up. It doesn't say that, does it? Come on, how, read this with me because you've got to shake your head sometimes out of, out of history of church and shake it into the Bible and say what God says. Jesus said again, I say unto you, that if two of you. All right, so all I've got to do is find me and one other. And He didn't say, and they've got to be like this and we've all got to agree on everything. He didn't say we've got to think the same politically, scientifically, educationally, philosophically. He didn't say you've got to have the same end time doctrine. He just simply said, would you find someone else who will agree? The word agree there is a Greek word from which we get our word symphony. It means lots of different things blended together that make a beautiful sound. That's what a symphony is. So what I've got to do is I've just got to simply go, I'll be one. Now I just need another one. Any two or three will agree, will symphonize together concerning anything that they ask. He didn't say about all the other stuff. He said just that. And supernatural power, supernatural power, I know many people have told me that being prayed for regularly as a part of the prayer team praying for them or as Pastor Bruce doing it as he will again today at the end of the service online, what a difference it's made to their life. Not just making them feel better, that's nice, but bringing change to what was happening in their world. Out together is more than simply people that happen to believe in God or Jesus or, but when we come together like we are, there is a divine presence. There's divine protection. There's something here for you. There is divine power for your life in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, thank you for our together. Thank you, Lord, for Your design, that unique out of all the things on planet earth, so many people down through history have predicted the demise of your church and that it would become irrelevant, that nobody would even be there, just become an historical monument. But Lord, here we all still are today. Sing the gospel, go forward like never before. Sing people helped like never before. Sing people find Jesus like never before. And Lord, in the middle of it all is You. When we sing, it's more than music. It's worship of the one who's in the midst. When we preach the Word, it's more than education and information. It's revelation from the one who's in the midst. Oh God, we are so grateful. Thank You for this. Thank You for putting us in the place just like that Lego piece. There's somewhere I belong. Lord, I pray for people who maybe have never known belonging in their life. They just always felt somehow or other like they, everything they're a part of, they just never quite fitted. I pray, God, that You'll reveal to them today that they belong in Your people. They're a part of the together that You designed. Doesn't matter, Lord, we we'll have all, all have our struggles. We all got our questions. But our together is greater than all of those. We thank You for it in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for people that have never said yes to You. They don't know how to. They don't know where to start. I pray that today, Lord, many of them, will simply give you their yes in Jesus' name. Amen. Team's going to be coming and we're going to finish with worship as we always do. And I would encourage you to uh, allow the worship to lift your heart. Let times of refreshing come from the presence of God. By the way, can I say to you as well, because there's so many opportunities. At the end of the service this morning in the building, there's food. And we don't do the food because we think you're all hungry. We don't just do it because we like the variety. Last week was the Italians and the Indians, and this week is the uh, the Africans, the Ghanians, Zimbabweans, and and uh, you say Caribbean, I say Caribbean. Does it matter? Uh, uh, I better learn to say Caribbean because pretty sure Tisa's from there, and she might know more than me. We've got our Metro Women event on Thursday night and today's the last day you can register for that. We're not doing that because we think the ladies need a night out. Why? It's because this year's about together. And you might go, yeah, but I don't know anyone there. And i go, wouldn't that be the point? Huh? Why don't you go? Go on. I dare you. They're all nice. My wife's nice. She's one of the nicest people I know. She's nicer than me. That's why I married her. I thought the nice quotient of the Woodward clan has got to go higher. So I married someone who was really nice. She stayed that nice through 40 something. Oh, give me a break. I'm in the middle of it. 43 this next month. Is that right? I was going so well. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your help. I need that guy down there who shows me the time saying it's 43, 43. Maybe you're a part of this service though, wherever you are. Maybe English is not even your first language. So let me try and say it. I hope you can get it. The grace of God. That's God's love for you without you earning it. Nothing you do could make Him want you. He just does. He says, I want you. You might say, I want Jesus. I'll go, yeah, but He wants you as well. It's both meaning. Being a Christian is not following someone who's so far in the distance, all you can see is the dust cloud. Jesus never said, I'll go ahead of you. He said, I will be with you. Come on. I don't know any other... I don't know any other religious leader that's ever been on the planet who's ever said anything like that. He said, I'll be with you. You know what he needs to be with you? Just your yes. So easy. Go to yes, text 0488 826 392 if you're in Australia. If you're outside of Australia or you'd like us to send you the help, we will send you from this church. You'd like to get it via email. Then you go to yes.metrochurch.org, O-R-G, dot A-U. And then every day for 30 days, we'll send you a Bible verse and a prayer if it's on one screen of a smartphone. Of course, you can opt out whenever you like, but you know, trust us with this. We will not give your details to anyone. We're not asking you for them. We want to be a partner with you in your journey with Christ. And every single week, people say yes to Jesus. Today will be no different people will say yes to Christ. God bless you as you do. I know that it'll change your life. And you'll start finding you're not just a piece of Lego sitting in a bag with all the rest of humanity, but there's a place where you fit. Amen.